Hey friends, welcome to episode 10 of Faith Fitness Joy. Today I have a channeled episode for you. I asked God to list the ways he speaks to us and he gave me a list of five things to cover today and I'm going to share these with you in today's episode. Sometimes we might feel like God doesn't hear us or like he doesn't speak to us, but he will use all kinds of ways to speak to you. You just have to pay attention and be open to receiving his messages. So if you're interested in learning some of the ways God is speaking to you, then join me in today's episode. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and I'm Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem hopeless? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith, Fitness, Joy is all about achieving whole health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, this is the podcast for you. All right, everyone, if you've been listening for a while, you know, a few weeks back, I added a second episode each week focused on God, ways to connect to him and ways to attune to your own spirit and spiritual gifts. For this week's wonderful Wednesday episode, as I like to call these, I asked God, what are some ways that he speaks to us that I should share with my listeners? He shared five ways that he speaks to us. These are first through the heart, second in the spirit, three through signs and wonders, four, the love of others, and five through the acts of strangers. My relationship with God started about 10 years ago. Though I was raised Catholic, I didn't really feel a connection to God during that time. Over the years, life led me in other directions, and about a year before my divorce, I started to seek a real relationship with him. I'd been struggling for a while and wasn't sure where to turn. I wanted to get a close I wanted to get closer to God and I wanted the truth of who he is and why he made us. Most of what I knew was from religious doctrine, which is often contradictory and it can be confusing trying to sort out what the truth is. Each religious doctrine presumes to be correct, yet each has a different rule and interpretations of things, the Bible, etc. I wanted the truth, so I started with reading the Bible. I struggled with the language. I'd find my eyes had read through half the page, but hadn't really absorbed anything. So I started praying and talking to God and asking him to help me. It was slow at first. I just read a few chapters a night and tried to process it. As I continued to struggle in my marriage, I started praying for his help and guidance in addition to reading the Bible regularly. At first, he was quiet, or more likely, I was missing the guidance and the answers he was giving me. And then it got to a breaking point, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to disappoint God or break his laws, but things were not good either. I cried alone in my room one afternoon when when my ex-husband was at work, and I asked God to help me and told him I would do what he led me to do. Nothing. Or so I thought until the next day that I was at work. It was the end of the day and I was really dreading going home because of what was going on. 
I was about to pack up to leave when I had my first experience with the Holy Spirit guiding me. It seemed like a random thought at first, except it wasn't mine. I wasn't even really sure where it had come from, and it was completely out of the blue. I did what I had been guided to by this seemingly random thought and discovered the answer to my prayer, which ultimately led to my divorce. My divorce is ultimately what strengthened my relationship with God. Without getting into the reasons behind it, once my ex-husband moved out, my relationship with God grew faster and stronger. He led me to a church through one of my best friends. It started with a prayer group that she was hosting, which not only taught me how to better understand the Bible, but it was exactly the kind of spiritual work that I needed to be doing in the wake of my divorce. I was at the church for over three years and ended up getting baptized there. Over this time, through my consistently seeking him, reading and studying the word, I started to get guidance from him in different ways. Sometimes it was something that someone said that answered a question I'd asked him. Other times it was just a feeling while I was talking to him on my drive somewhere. Other times he would show me images or pictures in my mind during meditation. Sometimes it came through dreams. The more I connected to him and sought him daily throughout the day, the better able I was to recognize when he was speaking to me. Each of these Each of us are in a different stage of our relationship with God, but he will meet you where you are and try to speak with you in many different ways. We get very distracted by our daily lives and the noise of the world, and we're not always tuning in to God or paying attention. So he will find ways to work with all of us and all that is around us to speak to us. As I mentioned before, I asked him what list he would have me share of the ways that he speaks to us. And he gave me these five things that I'm going to share with you. So let's jump into the five things God tries, five ways that God tries to speak to you. So the first is through the heart. The longings of the heart are like the roadmap that each person's true soul calling. The things that you love, the things that when you do them, you feel a connection to your heart. Your heart feels full. Those are given to you by God. They are yours for a reason, because only you can feel that way about them. It is from that feeling that your expression in that thing, activity, action, or act is unique, and as such an expression of the heart. What feels good? What feels like you are truly tuned into your heart's desire? The second way that he speaks to us is in the spirit. And this is the intuition that we all have. Some of us think of it as the sixth sense. It's when you get that feeling in your gut. Maybe it's a pit of the stomach feeling. Maybe it's a fluttery feeling. This is God guiding you through the spirit. It may be the Holy Spirit heightening your intuition or using your own senses to get your attention or to guide you. When you do something or you're thinking of doing something and it feels off or wrong, This is an example of one of the ways that God may be trying to protect you and lead you in a safer direction or a direction that better serves you. On the flip side, something you're considering may make you elated at the very thought of it, or you might smile and beam as you think about it. This is another way that God may try to guide you towards something positive. He will never lead you to harm or to anything that is not for you or you're in your your best interest. He will use the senses, including intuition, to guide you. God is trying to speak to you through your intuition. Follow the feeling. What is it telling you? 
Ask yourself what the feeling is. Does it feel good or bad? Trust your feelings. If you aren't sure, pray and seek God for further guidance. Ask what he is trying to guide you to. The third way that he speaks to us is through signs and wonders. He uses things all around you all the time to send messages or let you know he hears you. Some of the examples he gave me, white doves, birds that you don't usually see making themselves noticeable to you, landing in front of you, chirping when it's quiet so you look up and notice them, a feather on your path or gracefully falling from a tree and landing on you or near you. Other examples are clouds in the sky, Mm -hmm. literal signs like a stop sign when you need to slow down or you're spinning your wheels on something futile. Angel numbers, seeing the same numbers over and over again, always looking at the clock at the exact same time. An item in a store that reminds you of someone or something. Pay attention to when these things happen and if, especially if they're causing a feeling in you, an emotional response of some sort, or perhaps you just feel it in your body that it's telling you something, that it's for you. We often get so distracted with life that we can't hear God trying to speak to us. So he uses things like this around us to speak to us. Four, the love of others. God will send you people in your life who will reflect his love for you. This can be one person or it could be many people in your life. He will provide help, love and support to you through other people. Sometimes this also means he will remove people from your life who may not have your best interest or who may be distracting you from things that he's guiding you towards. Pay attention to the people in your life, even those who aren't necessarily in your close friend or family circle, but who show you love. Nothing is too small. It can be as simple as someone from church asking about something that you mentioned two weeks ago, letting you know that they've been thinking about you and praying about whatever it was you talked to them about. It could be someone offering to go for a walk so you can talk about something that they know is bothering you. God will work through people around you to show you that you are loved and supported. Five, acts of strangers. He will work through other people like strangers that you encounter maybe once. He may put them on your path at just the right moment and they say or do something that changes your way of thinking, your perspective, or even sets you on a totally different course of action. He may bless you through the kindness of strangers. Someone in front of you at the coffee shop buys you coffee or someone offers to walk your shopping cart back for you. Someone helps you when they see you're struggling with something. The person who gives you a few extra minutes of their time to listen to you attentively and offer a thoughtful response. There's all kinds of ways that he will work through other people to let you know he hears you or to respond to something that you're praying about. It just might not always be in the exact way that you think. So pay close attention. So those are five of the ways that God will try to speak to you. As I mentioned, I asked God what he wanted me to include in the list before I started writing today's episode. And this is what he gave me. I have certainly experienced many of these in my own life, as well as many others. I think all of us do. It's just a matter of paying attention and being open to it. And the more you connect with God, the more you will start to attune to the many ways he communicates to you. All right, everyone, that's it for this episode. I really hope this speaks to you. Please share in the comments some of the things that you've experienced if you found this helpful. 
and you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. You can also follow Faith Fitness Joy on Facebook and Instagram or check out the website at faithfitnessjoy.com. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode, and I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.